It's time for your weekly dose of nostalgia with the 80s and 90s Uncensored. I am Milo Dennison. And I'm Jamie Fenderson. And today we're talking about reboots and remakes. Reboots and remakes? Maybe sequels? I don't know. Yeah, so the idea is this is reboots or remakes that are either made currently and better than their 80s or 90s version or 80s or 90s remakes that are better than the previous version. Yeah, or at least the new ones. On? Yeah, the, the at least the new ones don't suck because most of them <laughs> suck. Like if yeah. you can find one that's maybe not as good, but it doesn't suck, that yeah. still totally counts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally counts. Yeah, and I think it that's it. Suck. We have a tendency to rip on modern movies, but I think there's some good ones out there. And joining us is Katie from the Retro Made Podcast. Yay! Hey guys, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, it was a pleasure being on your show. And uh, so we enjoyed it so much. We invited you onto ours. Well, it's a pleasure. You, you, so we were on your podcast and and we dig it because it's so interesting right now. You're just kind of focusing on the everyman actors, <laughs> Kurt Russell and um, Patrick Swayze. And I think it's brilliant. Well, the, the thing, thank you. Um, so retro made season, there are themed seasons. So I cover a movie within that theme and then, you know, kind of set the, the retro feel by talking about what was going on at the time of that movie's release in pop culture, toys, TV, etc. And the theme for season one is what I'm calling our ultimate everyman both Patrick Swayze and Kurt Russell. So that's season one. Season two will be entirely different, but yeah. So I enjoyed having you guys come on. Yeah, so we got to talk about Roadhouse and Patrick Swayze, Mm -hmm. which was a lot of fun. And it was fun the way you do your show too, because like you said, you actually talk about stuff that's going on just besides those movies, because we often tend to focus on a specific subject, but you actually brought in more than just the movie itself, which, uh, which was a fun conversation for us, I think. Indeed. I, that episode hasn't come out yet. You might have to edit this out, but I don't know when this will come out. <laughs> but, uh, but Roadhouse hasn't been released yet, but uh, on Retromade. But that was a fantastic discussion. Well, if you ever want to just like call us up and talk about Kurt Russell or Patrick Swayze movies, like and not even a podcast, you just if you just want to talk about <laughs> that stuff, we'll just just send a link, dude. Yeah. Then, Jamie's got his man crash going on. Yeah, I just, send, I just let's just just send a link. We'll talk. We'll just talk about all that stuff. I love it. We had a great time. So well, hey, the shows are the- a good a good match in that we both kind of we have we both both shows have a love for the retro stuff, and so it's kind of a match made in heaven, eh? Yeah, yeah we totally. are. So it, don't edit it out because if if it's not out, it will be. So you should listen to us on Retro Made. Uh, talking about fun stuff with Katie, and if it's if if it's not out, then it's gonna be, and you you know about it. And now your mouth is watering in anticipation of that That's discussion. True. Good call. So you got to there, there will be no editing. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's let's jump into this. So we each brought a couple for films on our list, as mentioned. Katie, since you are the guest, we will let you go first. What is your first film? My first one is a remake. Uh, the, the original came out in 1962. 
starring Robert Mitchum and Gregory Peck. This is ringing a bell to anyone? I know which one you're talking about. 1991's Cape Fear. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was a remake? It yeah. was, yeah. The original was in 1962. Uh, both were based on a book written in 1957. Um, but... Now, I actually have not seen the original, so I don't know if this is entirely fair. On IMDb, the original has a 7.7 and the 91 version has a 7.3. So they're on par, but I, so Cape Fear, I loved this movie. First of all, if you get a Scorsese, Robert De Niro matchup, it's- Winning. That's it, that's all I need to hear basically. (laughs) So, and it was just coming off of their team up for Goodfellas. So Goodfellas was in 90, this was in 91. And then, you know, the the rest of the cast, we have Scorsese and De Niro. De Niro playing like a real, he is a great bad guy. I mean, different role. I thought this was, so I, I loved him stretching his acting abilities in this way. I think like, Four of the cast members had won an Oscar before. Three had been nominated. Um, And then the film itself was nominated for some awards. So both Robert De Niro and Juliette Lewis were both nominated for Oscars. And they were both nominated for Golden Globes for their roles in this particular movie. What did you guys think of Cape Fear? Yeah, Robert De Niro is scary AF in this film. I mean, the dude is ripped. (laughs) <laughs> and that prison scene that, uh-huh. that uh, yeah the, where he's yeah. exercising like he's, he's got the tattoos for some, and everything. like psychological revenge man you're like oh dude and you know what scares me is like he could like exist in the real world he's not like jason Voorhees. he's not supernatural he's just a scary guy yeah. totally scary but i love that movie totally he, love that movie i had read too where his accent in the movie um he'd done a southern accent before but his accent in this is very specific and he had actually gone to wherever like locale this was supposed to be and asked locals to kind of say some lines into a microphone come so out, then he kind of out wherever you are yeah <laughs> so he kind of combined a lot of those people's accents into his like his accent as max katie in this and to your point about him being ripped so robert de niro is a actually kind of a smaller framed man. I think he's only like five, nine ish in real life and not like a hulking guy. Uh, whereas Nick Nolte, who plays um, the lawyer, the main guy is the person who Max Katie is uh, terrorizing in this is a larger man. Like he's over six feet tall and just has a bigger build. So they both had to do some body transformations. Nick Nolte had to lose a bunch of weight. Robert De Niro had to obviously bulk up. So I thought that was interesting. I uh I have seen both films. I saw the original you as have? well. I have, and it is actually a really good film as well. So it it is one of those films where both are pretty good in my opinion. So it's a good movie, and then they remade it, and it was also a good movie. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. That belongs on this list. It does. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check it out too. And uh, so both Robert Mitchum and Gregory Peck, the stars in the original mm-hmm. had roles in the new movie in the 91 version. So they were both in that movie with smaller parts. Yeah. I, I, I haven't watched that in so long. I don't remember what roles they played in the new ones, but I do remember. That's one was like though. the sheriff and one was um, Katie's lawyer. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's a good pick. 
Jamie, do you want to go next? And so one that uh, a reboot, remake, sequel, I think it's more of a sequel than anything else, but um, something that came out in 2017. And it's pretty rare that I like reboots, remakes, sequels, because Milo and I, if, if you've heard the show, we pretty much bash on them every show because <laughs> we don't just don't we don't think they're they're good same um because they're not i think like hollywood is creatively bankrupt so they're stuck in the past they don't know what to do and they think they're doing well by us by hey we're making your old stuff right you like that no we don't but one i do like one that i was surprised about was uh blade runner 2049 i love the first blade runner came out in 1982 was a financial bomb only slow burning into the kind of cult status that it has now. Uh, and in 2017, they made it, I, I guess you'd call it a direct sequel many years later. And again, it bombed too. So I don't think people get Blade Runner. <laughs> like if you make a Blade Runner movie, it's going to bomb. Like people don't get it at first, but I think this one is doing this, the same it's slowly like moving into like what people consider a pretty good movie it's got ryan gosling and his and he's got a uh like a 3d girlfriend but he's a replicant himself who hunts other replicants and the whole thing is trying to figure out hey you know a replicant and a human deckard and and his girlfriend had a had a kid like we got to figure out what's going on because if humans and replicants can start having babies and what's the difference between a human and a replicant right so the whole thing is visually stunning i saw it in the theater the sound was amazing i saw it in the big like with the sound whatever it is and it's like the sound was amazing it's visually awesome uh it just popped my eyes out i love it i thought this was a great sequel and i was so pleased because it's so rare nowadays when you're like, oh, my God, this is a sequel of a movie made in 1982 that I really like this. It blew my mind. I was so happy about it. So, Jamie, wait a minute. You didn't get the assignment. This is about reboots and remakes, not sequels. This a, well, let's call it a reboot then. It's not a reboot. It's a it sequel. It is kind of. It's, wait, no. look, but it's, it's made. basically Blade Runner Part 2. Okay, but it's made. <laughs> Dude, twenty it was made in twenty seventeen. That's still yeah, a and sequel. the first one was made in nineteen eighty two. It's a long. It's hard to sequel. find ones, so, so I think the stretch you know is what? allowed. <laughs> Katie says it's allowed, so <laughs> no, I it's your show. I just no, I, it's it's your show today, and you said it's allowed. So Milo, did and you you're see saying it? you you liked twenty forty nine better than the original. I didn't say that. You're putting words into my mouth. I think I, I didn't say I liked it better, but I like it as much, mm. maybe more. But I didn't say anything about I just said I liked it. Katie, so I, need I, like, new, I need a new co-host. Do no. you want to be my co-host? You, you got the assignment. <laughs> well, I guess I did. And I here to, to be fair, I did interpret the assignment as it has to be good. Yeah. Like maybe it's not better than, but okay. good. It is good. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, now I actually haven't seen Blade Runner either one. Who's in them? So you should watch Harrison the first Ford. One. Yeah, 
Oh, really? Harrison yeah. Ford okay. and uh, Daryl Hannah, Howard Rutger. You should watch that. Oh, now, I would like it probably, but I think you might yeah. like it. It's 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 visually stunning. It's got yeah. some action, but it's more about the story and the visuals. Okay, you should watch it. How did like I miss now. that? Yeah, I think the totally title somehow in my brain the title doesn't catch me. I think it's something that it, then it. I'm like envisioning like some Wesley Snipes movie. <laughs> you, you, well, just you're just Blade. thinking about Blade. Maybe Blade. That's, that's in my head for some reason. Okay. No, Blade Runner. And it doesn't help that E.T. came out in 1982. It's like, well, if you came out in 1982, you're going to have a hard time, especially if you're a science fiction movie. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Uh, but I would watch it. I would watch it on the biggest screen that you can. Okay. Watch the final cut. Without oh, yeah, there's the multiple deck. edits, multiple yeah, versions. Watch the final watch cut the or final at least edit. the director's cut because the original is, I'm, I I like it, but it's got Deckard kind of doing this film noir narration and all this stuff. Okay. So you don't, I, I would do the final cut, but whatever you can get your hands on, watch it. I will take that as a homework assignment. Yeah, do it. Good one. <laughs> it's funny, you will recognize when you see that film the influence it has had on so mm-hmm. many films after that. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, futuristic world, which is very dense with city, flying cars, uh, all this kind of stuff. And, and you'll be like, all, most almost all of that that came after came from this film. And Yeah, so, it's basically the father of cyberpunk film. It's yeah. the granddaddy okay. of cyberpunk. Okay. I, and I will say, Jamie, I did actually like 2049. And Nice. And one thing that's interesting about it is because I'm not a huge fan of Ryan Gosling, but I think he was really good in that role because he was playing a replicant, which means he didn't really need to act. He just kind of plays a robotic type of a person, which is perfect. It's also why he's good in the Barbie movie because he's playing a doll. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Milo is not a fan. (laughs) Well, he's a fan when he's not acting. He's just got to stand there and look good. (laughs) All right. Uh, My first one is... The Thing. So I don't know if either of you have this on your list. It was made in 1982 by John Carpenter. It's a remake of a 1951 film called The Thing from Another World. And uh, they're very similar. They both take place in the Arctic. They both involve finding a flying saucer that's buried underground, and then they take the creature out of the flying saucer. At that point, it differs quite a bit. The 1951 version the alien is actually kind of, it's a physical alien that's basically, you can tell just some huge guy in like a spacesuit because it was the 50s kind of a thing versus John Carpenter's, which was this thing that infects people and takes them over and has all these cool effects in it. It's funny too, because like, the 1951 version is more progressive when it comes to women. There's actually multiple women in the 51 version. So it's a mixture of scientists and military personnel on the base. And the Carpenter version has no women in it at all. It's all guys on, on this research base. Oh, good. Uh, okay. The, the endings of the films are very different. I do like the original one, but it doesn't even compare to the quality of John Carpenter's, which I think is not just a science fiction. It's a horror film and it's a fantastic horror film. Uh, and the performances are great and people rip on the ending of it because it's kind of ambiguous, but I, I, I think it's fantastic. It's uh, And it's 100%. got your homeboy, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. It does. It does. Have you looked at that yet on your, on, on your show? We have not covered, we have not covered the thing yet. 
um yeah so maybe you guys will have to come back yeah yeah but i might be scared because that movie scared me dude i was that's i'm not typically afraid of horror movies especially ones with aliens or things Mm -hmm. that aren't real but that one scared me dude that one's scary because it's all body horror and they become you but they're not you and all this weirdness (laughs) it's so weird it's scary dude That type of horror is scarier than like an axe murder or something because you can't really explain it. Yeah. It's, it's... Who was in the original? Any any like well-known name? No. Uh, I looked it up earlier today because it had been a few years since I've seen it. Not really. Nobody you'd recognize, I don't think. It was kind of, kind of a B-movie almost, right? It was like, kind of a B-movie. Movie. It was good though. It, it, it still mm. follows the same premise, but uh, more people... I, I don't want to give it away in case you guys decide to watch it, but um, but it is a good movie, and I, I I would recommend it. I I thought it was pretty good. 1982 is good, doing pretty well this this time around with us. Yeah. Yes. All right, Katie, what do you got? Well, 1991 is also my second movie is also from 1991. I don't know if this is cheating. Both of mine are movies that were made in the 80s and 90s of remakes of an older movie i tried you guys (laughs) i do have like a runner-up just in case but i it was hard to find something that remade an 80s or 90s movie that was legit good because they all suck it's so hard i I (laughs) really i legit for like an hour yesterday i looked and i was like anyway so 1991 again is my movie also remaking something from the 60s but this time it's remaking a tv series from the 60s the adams family oh yeah do you guys remember that i remember watching in the theater it was so good it's good (laughs) it is it's so good the original tv show was really good as well like Uh really good in fact it has an eight IMDb rating. That's really high for IMDb. Mm. The new movie, the 91 movie only has a 6.9. But I just loved like Raul Julia, Angelica Houston, who actually got nominated for something, maybe an Oscar. No, it was nominated for an Oscar for the costume design. Uh, But Angelica Houston was nominated for Golden Globe. So, Mm. you know, it at least got some attention from the awards people. Uh, Christina Ricci was awesome as Wednesday. And I, it's, I don't know. I just find it so fun. I think it holds up well. I watch it even, you know, it's like a fun, silly take on spooky. So I watch it, it and its sequel on or around Halloween every year. Its director was, this was his debut. So first time director, which I found also impressive. I just think it's a good quality movie with an all-star cast. What do you guys think? Jamie, I know what you're gonna say. So go right ahead and say it. Yeah, so we did. Um, It was on my, we did a list of like Halloween movies that we like and Milo was was all spooky and stuff like scary horror movies but mine was all kind of fun stuff and this was on that list because oh, i because i do i watch this movie at halloween i do love this movie i i do love the original series mm-hmm. from the 60s i think it's it's a fun tv show it's everybody great. loves it the the movie is great it's just a really fun movie 
and it, it came out with a bang in 91 and everybody loved it. And I think it holds up. Like you said, Katie, the totally holds up. It's so good. Um, good choice. You got good taste. I yeah. totally agree. Excellent choice. It was the box office hit too. Like it made a ton of money. Yeah. They so. well, they made a sequel. Yeah, it was Which pretty good. Which one had MC Hammer doing the soundtrack? They both do. Mm. Yeah. MC yeah. Hammer's like rapping. They do what they want to do. They're awesome. Whatever. Yo, Adam's family. MC Hammer can't touch this. <laughs> yeah. And then the second one was too legit to quit. I too think. legit oh, to quit. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. It's good. It's fun and it holds up. It's a Halloween favorite for me. I must watch. It's on my Halloween playlist. Yeah, it was well cast too. I mean, Raul Julia really was perfect as Gomez. Yeah, Angelica Houston. Angelica was... Houston, because you you see you think of her as this serious dramatic actress, and then you mm-hmm. see her playing this character that's, that's so straight faced. It was fantastic. Well, because she's so she's kind of serious and dramatic in this, but she's in this ridiculous environment. It works. It yeah. works beautifully. You know, the choice. So Milo, I don't know if this meets your criteria, but I I don't. I don't care. <laughs> we're, I'm going to get a drunken email later tonight. And Jamie yeah, you'll, like, yeah. F you, dude. No, it works, man. <laughs> Shove your podcast microphone up your art, butthole. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going with this one. Again, I don't like many remakes, reboots, sequels. I don't know which what this is. I think it's kind of both. But Mad Max Fury Road from 2015. Uh, the Mad Max series technically came out in 79, um, but it came out in the States in 1980 and it made a buttload of money because it was so cheap. It's for, it's an Australian film and it cost like a couple hundred thousand to make and it made like a hundred million. And for a long time until like uh, 1999, so for like 20 years, it was the highest profitably, it was the most profitable movie ever made. And then they made two sequels. Um, and the one with Thunderdome, I love with Tina Turner. She's like, yeah, I'm the kind of the leader. Oh, yeah. of the-. And, and I love the Mad Max thing. And then years go by and then they come out with this Mad Max Fury Road starring um, Tom Hardy and, and Charlize Theron. And I think they're great. And and it was a really cool movie. The whole like 90% of it is on the road. So it's got this road warrior thing. And it's like 90% of it is like they're driving across the desert. So all the action is is very road warrior-ish. And I thought it was just a great, I don't know if it was a sequel or a reboot or whatever it is, but the action sequences and the music and just the technical uh you know pulling off this movie was pretty good i i wish they'd make better remakes and reboots like this this is one of the few that i thought were good so there it is i'll allow this one jamie <laughs> thanks bro they're <laughs> both a bit they're both stretches but yeah i get it i also i just wanted to point out that tom hardy can do no wrong in my opinion <laughs> he's great in everything he touches i love him even star trek nemesis i've actually never seen that but don't watch it don't meet your heroes it's like his first movie he's fine the movie sucks yeah it's not his fault the movie sucks Mm -hmm. the thing about tom hardy is how he encompasses his characters 
So you see him in something and he's so different from something. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't, you know, half the time he hasn't masked something on his face in most everything he does, but like <laughs> yeah. he's still so different oh. in the different characters that he plays. He's a very Must talented actor. My submission, Milo. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes, Peaky Blinders so. action? Peaky or, Blinders, no, that yeah. Was... That was uh, uh, from Batman. He was just doing Bane. it. Oh, well, it oh. sounded sort of like his character in Piggy Binders, too. <laughs> I, was, I was born in the darkness, Katie. You just live there. <laughs> Do you think he sounds kind of Sean Connery-ish when he's doing when, in that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally I can does. hear that. Yeah. He could not stir Batman. Thank you. <laughs> Your English turns Scottish. Yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Okay, this one you could argue is a stretch as well. So that I'll we'll, we'll see what you guys doesn't say. count. <laughs> I think it does, and I'll tell you why. Um, the 1995 film starred Robin Williams and Kirsten Dunst, and it involved a bunch of animals coming to life out of a game, and that was Jumanji. They rebooted this as Jumanji Next Level, starring Karen Gilliam, Dwayne Johnson, Jack Black, and Kevin Hart. So I say this is a reboot because. In the original, they play the game, they get drawn you know, into the game and then pop out and then all the stuff comes out of the real world. Whereas this, they're playing the Jumanji video game and they get drawn into the video game and they're living out the characters within the video game. So reboot and or remake, however you want to say it. It yeah, is, I'm like, I, how is that not a remake? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's more of a remake. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but the thing about it is, it's really, I liked the original as well. I mean, obviously, it's got Robin Williams in it, but I think this one does a really good job of encompassing the game aspect of it because when they go in there and then they die, and what's like, oh, they lose a life and they've got the little <laughs> yeah. character that comes along and, and tells them what they need to do and how yeah. they get yeah. assigned to a character. And even Karen Gilliam's character, <laughs> she's like, why am I dressed like this? You know, it's like, obviously, I'm, I'm out in the jungle. Why am I all, yeah, why am sexy? I wearing short shorts in a jungle? <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense at all because, you know, dying. Boys designed the video Jack, game. Kind Jack of Black is the like teenage girl. He's like, oh my gosh, I'm yeah. a fat dude. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of fun. The characters, the way they play off of each other really well. Um, and it, it's just, it's, yeah, I'm, that's it. I'm just leaving it with that. It's a lot of fun. I give it to you. So it's allowed because you're right. I actually haven't seen the newer one. Oh, I'd recommend it. Okay. So now you have two movies yeah, to watch I this do. weekend, Katie. I'll get right on that. I need to watch less movies, apparently. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, in my trying, my quest for trying to find a good remake of Mm -hmm. an 80s or 90s movie, I came upon lists of remakes that are in the works. And I don't know if I should scare you guys or not, because I did not like hearing this list. I think I found the same list you saw, and I was quite offended by quite a few of the films on that list. Yeah, literally. I mean, there was a lot, but I wrote down one, two, three, like 10 that I was like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't. All right. What do you got? What What do you, you, you've piqued our interest. Well, I know we should, we shouldn't end on a, on a, on a bad, but (laughs) uh, yeah, but I'm going to do it. Uh, Weird science. Oh no, they're going to remake weird science. Weird science splash. Oh no, come on. Big Trouble in Little China. No. Yeah, that one Ace so Ventura. offends me. And no. I believe, sorry, to, I believe Dwayne Johnson is supposed to be in Big Trouble Little China. I think he's taken over the Kurt Russell character. 
I, that's what I read. I could be wrong on that, or they might have changed it since I read that. Yeah, I'm sure that make the whole idea the the whole point of it's because Kurt Russell's not a big mm-hmm. like he's just a regular dude. Anyway, yeah, ugh, I don't like it. And White Men Can't Jump has actually been made, but I I don't know if it's been released yet. I haven't seen it. But didn't they? I think they did it as a TV series, didn't they? Oh, maybe. I think See, it's a I'm TV like, series. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. but I like the don't clueless. Oh no. Clueless and then Scarface, which <laughs> was which already a remake. I tried. <laughs> yeah, I learned that I didn't know that, but Scarface, the 80, 81, what year did that come out? 80. I think that sounds right, 80s. 81, early 80s. It was a remake. Hello to my little reboot. But yeah, they're going to make no. it again. Yeah. No, now I feel bad, but it's okay. I need, it's better to know the truth than to live in ignorance. And Hollywood, guys, you just need to stop. Look, you're not doing anybody any favors by making crappy reboots and remakes. You're just creatively bankrupt. Disney, you're the worst. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter what race your characters are. I, We actually don't care. You shouldn't even be remaking it to begin with. Come up with something new. Agreed. And it's sad to see just how just how unimaginative you are jamie they have they've got barbenheimer barbie (laughs) and oppenheimer original films that are actually doing very well and successful and good that's true that's a good point now i think part of the reason why that is such a craze is because they're literally the only two movies (laughs) yeah (laughs) the only two movies in theaters yeah yeah Uh, okay, Katie, uh, tell us once more where people can find your podcasts and uh, find you if they want to track you down. Yeah, Retromade, your pop culture rewind, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, YouTube and Facebook. That's where you can find me. Perfect. And uh, we like it. We listen. And with that audience, you can find us on the 80s and 90s.com. And we will say we are out of here like Big Trouble in Little China's chance of actually being a good film. <laughs> not gonna it's happen. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. You Out can't remake that movie. Uh-uh. There are certain movies you just can't remake. That's one of them. 